Paul said that making melody in your heart, singing unto the Lord, that is a place where pride is kept away from your life. Worship dethrones self, the worship of God, worshiping the Master. It will help you bring your life back into proper alignment. Satan in heaven sought to exalt himself because he looked at how God was being worshipped and he wanted that for himself. He pursued Jesus into the wilderness and asked him, if you worship me, I'll give you all these things. God built man in such a way that man will always look for something to worship or for someone to worship. Even the atheists, atheists, they worship themselves. If you can, my brothers and sisters, yield yourself to the spirit of worship. You will drive pride far from your tent. And worship is expressed in all the three dimensions of a man. You must worship him with your mind. You must engage your reasoning, 
your memory, your imagination as you worship. Bring him into your mind. Capture him in your imagination. When you bring the Lord into your imagination, what will follow next is your emotion will be arrested. And when your emotion is arrested, the next thing you will see is the physical body will follow. Others' tears will flow. Others will prostrate. Others will stand. Others will lie down. That is a place where your spirit has gained total dominion over your soul and over your body. That is the place of true worship. In that place, you will hear the voice of God. In that place, you will bump into a miracle. Because you have traveled out of the realm of man, you have entered the realm of God. You no longer see yourself here because in your imagination you are in the throne of, before the throne of God. That's why a man like David, they called him a man after the heart of God. Everything in David, he said, my flesh longs for you. My soul, mind, emotion, will yearns for you. He said, I have sought you with my spirit. David engaged all the three realms. And God said, I found a man who knows how to love me. I love you, Lord. He said it. It's the Holy Spirit. Please help me. One of the strongest devils we are going to fight with in these last days is the spirit of pride. And the antidote to this is the true worship of God. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. That's why a non-believer can praise God. But a non-believer will get lost when worship comes. He doesn't know what's going on. Because worship goes beyond just the physical happenings you see around. True worship. There's a reason why the Lord said God is seeking for true worshipers. That means there is false worship. You cannot worship God with everything in your soul, in your body, in your spirit, and you remain a mere man. Impossible. This young boy I'm talking about was relegated to the backside of the desert, forgotten by his father. None of us is in a worse state than David was. If your own father and a prophet comes and he has to remind you about your son, 
then you know where you belong in that family. But there was someone who noticed David. God located David by his worship. God lifted David by his worship. David sustained his throne by his worship. The Holy Spirit. What does worship do? Worship places God in his rightful place. Number one. Dethrones anything that was sitting there and puts him right there. In the beginning, God. True worship does that. What does it do? It puts God in the first place. God takes his place, number one, in everything that has got to do with your life. So, Holy Spirit, please help me. This is what Apostle Paul said in the book of Acts. That we may do what? Feel after the Lord. Your emotion was given to you to bring color to your worship. The difference between a black and white TV screen is color. Color brings depth and detail. Emotion brings detail to your worship. It makes you capture things in the spirit that you would not if you are in black and white worship. Let me use that word. The reason why many of you, your worship, you can't pick information from God because it is in black and white. But I want to challenge you tonight. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. That voice was given so you can give it to God. That this body you have here, you use it to express yourself to the master. Sometimes, hallelujah. As what is? Sometimes, praise the Lord. Sometimes, yeah. Sing. Our hearts in one accord. So sometimes you go. It tells you your hands up. You don't know why, but you just raise it. Sometimes it just tells you jump. Every gesture has an interpretation. In the heavens. At the instruction of God. Sometimes he tells you clap. You don't know why. But you just clap your hands. That's why I told you. Do what the spirit is telling you to do. As long as you are in the place. Where you are conscious of the people around you. 
you will miss God. Because in the place of true worship, God becomes the only consciousness you have. Your neighbor, the pastor, is irrelevant. He has become the center of everything. That place will produce wonders in your life. In that place you will hear things you have never heard before. Instruction that will change your life forever. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Do you know why many of us fight and we find difficult with worship? Because you fear to lose yourself. You want to be in control. You want to be alert. I was telling people here in the first service. The reason why many of the people in the corporate world, especially in Uganda, I don't know much about that country, they fear to go on camera when they're expressing themselves. It's because when they go outside there, their friends will say, you also do those things? Because it, it doesn't appear cool. Yeah. You also do, I mean, you, you are too big for that stuff. I mean, look at your level. You, you are a CEO. Who are you? You are manager. Managers don't do those things. La Shama, can I tell you, my sister? In heaven, there are how many 24 elders? Do you know what they put on? On their head? Golden crown. You know when they're worshipping the Lord, what do they do? They take off the golden crown and put it down. What you are wearing is coated. And they go flat before the Father. Twenty-four elders. He say, we cannot worship you with the crown. So we take the CEO and put it down. We take the husband and put it down. We take the businessman and put it down. And say, this is your son. Is in love with you. In that place, you walk out of there, something will rub on you. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. You cannot hold yourself back. No, you can't. You have seen him. That's why David was a dangerous worshiper. That the only description they give him is a man after the heart of God. We have very many intercessors, but very few worshippers. We are good at standing with people and saying, help them, help them, Lord, move. But in the place of worship, you're no longer dealing with men. You're dealing with God and God alone. 
that song that says, Let every other name fade away. Let every other name fade away. In that place, things dissipate. Everything fades away, including yourself and all you have. That's why when you arrive there, you find people rolling, you find them crying, you find them clapping and shouting because they have lost themselves in Him. And you are there, you're outside judging them and say, this one is too spiritual. No, they're not too spiritual. They are lost in their daddy. They have been caught up in another place. Wisdom is justified by our children. That's what the Bible says. I dare you release yourself in the presence of God. Unashamedly. It's one thing to be in that small corner in your room and say, Lord, I worship you. Right here in the place where everyone is seeing. And display your love for the master. Not for them to see, but that's who you are. Watch what God will do. Men are proud because they don't know how to worship God. If you're a true worshiper, pride will never reach near you. It's impossible. Because worship takes eyes from everything, including yourself. Place on who? On God. This is one of the ways promotion comes to our lives. Lifting comes to our lives. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. If as a church, as an individual, we can capture this thing. It won't be long. People will see fire over this building. They say, what is there? They say, they have gone out of here. You'll walk into that home of years. And 20 years of problem will see you and depart. Without saying a single prayer. Because when you come from the presence of the Father. You come with the presence of the Father. I want to encourage you. Don't allow your crowns to stop you from ascending the throne of grace. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. The things I've been mentioned, I, to fight because God has already spoken His word, is going to raise you up. It's going to lift you up. It's going to bless you. The only way you're going to sustain that place God is going to put is to take that place and put it before the Lord in worship. Look at him and say, neighbor, you're a CEO. Take it. Lay it before the Father. He will sustain you as a CEO. And when God says yes, even Biden will agree. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. What was Lucifer looking for in heaven? Worship. Some of you, if they address you by your name, you may not say it, but you feel bad inside. They have to call you uh, Bishop. Mr. Onen. 
who do you think you are? You smile, but inside you say, do you know who I am? Pride has begun to eat slowly, but surely. <laughs> Pride is very subtle. It arrives without you know it. It's like a snake. Snakes come in quietly before you know it is in the room there. <laughs> The day they don't kneel for you, you can say, yeah, but you go say, this one here. You don't tell us, but your heart. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. What has begun arriving in your life? Pride. <laughs> Sister, can you go and bring me some water? Ah, you mean we are fellow choir members? Uh, yeah, Sister, go and bring water. Do you, are you serious? Then what is happening there? Pride. What is wrong with being a sister? I said, what's wrong with being a sister? <laughs> And so now, that's what is happening in the body of Christ. Look and say, neighbor, I will never worship you. <laughs> the reason why people find it hard to take instruction, take advice. Praise the Lord. One time, somebody came and said that this pastor said, what exactly is Pastor Ben doing that we have not done? Praying we have prayed. Fasting we have prayed. Where does that guy get money from? What they see is money. I long for the day they will see my worship. See, <laughs> so we have done everything. And that's the reason why people do everything and they remain where they are. <laughs> For, I'm going to climb the mountain. 40 days. And you see people struggling on the prayer mountain. 40 days. And they come back. They say, I'm going back again like Moses. Another 40 days. Make it 80. And they make prayer look so ineffective. Because you look at their life and say, if fasting can produce no result, let me eat 24-7. problem is not fasting. The reason is, why do you want to be anointed? That I can be like her. We are driven by competition to do spiritual things. The end result is frustration. That's why we start shooting one another. Boop. 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 Uh. <laughs> Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Do you know many of you here? God is going to raise you up financially. 
materially. My biggest fear is that Lucifer might overtake you. Because even in the state where you are right now with what you have, God can hardly get your worship. What if there is 20 million shillings on your account? What is going to happen to us? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> Say, neighbor, if you are still single and you worship the way you are, what happens when you get married? And some of you, the moment you get a boyfriend, the worship is torn down. What, what will you think about me? You tell that brother, you found me a lost man in God. You stay with me a lost man in God. If you want somebody who can turn it down, try my sister, not me. <laughs> Say, Holy Spirit, help me. I can hear say, Pastor, no, 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 you're a joker. No, 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 no. What God will do to you, your boyfriend can't do it to you. Your husband can't do it for you. Don't allow your husband to steal your worship. Don't allow your boyfriend to steal your worship. If he can't handle it, let him try something else. Are you hearing me, church? Tell him, before I found you, God found me. You can't take the place of God. Tell him, you can't take the place of God. I preached a message some years back. I don't remember, three or four years ago. The first person Adam saw when he opened his eyes was who? Was God. The same thing, he took Eve out of what? He said. When Eve opened her eyes, God made sure he made Eve very far from Adam. Very far. When Eve opened her eyes, he didn't see Adam. Whom did he see? God first. Then the Bible said, God took. Read the Bible. Took who? Eve to who? That means Eve wasn't made near Adam. The first thing you must see when you open your eyes must be God, not money. The first thing you see when you open your eyes must be God, not your job. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. It must be the first vision you capture when you open your eyes. God. When you sustain that dimension, there will be no limit to your lifting. From glory to glory to glory. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Am I talking to somebody here? My sermon is on pride. But I'm trying to tell you how to deal with what? With pride. I said, I told guys in the morning here, Majimoto doesn't have a lot of power. You know Majimoto? Tula Kungu doesn't have a lot of power. Those witch doctors, they have those dangerous names. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if they had a lot of power, we would not be in trouble. They don't. The greatest or the, the most powerful sponsor 
of falls and failure and destruction in life is called who? Pride. And his sponsorship is big. It's bigger than MTN. And men fall for that. You walk. The Bible says in Proverbs, give it to me. What happened? Before destruction, what is there? So pride runs ahead of what? So you sustain that prideful attitude, that prideful heart. What is coming next? Destruction. Don't pray for it. It will just come. Because pride attracts what? Destruction. A haughty spirit before? Before. Arrogance. <laughs> you speak like you are the owner of the, you are the nation. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Are you hearing me, church? That's why sometimes I hear these young politicians, the way they talk. <laughs> Listen to me. I don't care whether you are noop or toop or poop, whatever it is, I don't care. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Are you hearing me, church? I don't care which political party you, you ascribe to. Disrespect of leadership is not permitted in this kingdom. You may not love Mr. President Museveni. That is you. But when you begin to address, because the moment anyone who disrespects leadership will never ascend into leadership. That's kingdom principle. Whether you believe in him or not. I know you don't like me right now. But I'm not putting on red. Listen to me church. Say Holy Spirit help me. This is not yellow by the way. This is not yellow. So I need to assure you. I'm just speaking for the kingdom of God. Are you hearing me? You cannot talk against where you want to go. You are shooting yourself. You are shooting yourself. Pride makes you speak with such power. <laughs> Let me repeat myself. You will see that. What you disrespect can never come to you. Never. Never. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. And all this toxic is sponsored by what? Arrogance. It's like birth breath. Do you know what birth breath? You cannot tell you that you have birth breath. Somebody will tell you, Nyabo, go and brush your teeth. That's what arrogance is. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. When men can no longer advise you, you're in a bad place. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> we are the only church that God is using. Be careful. Tell never be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only woman of God. All those other ones are girls of God. You are setting up yourself for a what? For a fall. <laughs> we are the custodians of what? 
mysteries. We are men of mysteries. The secrets of the kingdom rest with us. We are the distributors. <laughs> you are setting up yourself for what you don't want. God passes through us before he goes to you people. I give you three years. We shall find ashes. <laughs> I'll never forget the group of young men on fire for God. They burned too much that they burned into ashes. They couldn't listen to people. They couldn't follow instruction. And they were very gifted. The destruction of the gifted man is his gift. The destruction of the rich man is his riches. The destruction of a poor man is his poverty. The destruction of a fool is his folly. The destruction of an anointed man is his anointing. The devil will pass right through that exactly to kill you. If you can't discern. Because the moment it gets to your head, you're gone. Am I communicating to somebody here? God does not lift us up to bring us down. He's so good. He always wants us to go well. From glory to glory. But men have difficulty handling blessings. Praise the Lord. Do you know why most of the world population is poor? Because human beings, they can easily handle poverty. They can handle wealth. So poverty keeps them sane. Wealth. If people have wealth, you know what is happening to them. You can't talk to them. So God said, let me keep them there. Poverty level. So that I can speak to them and they come to heaven. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Have you seen a few of your classmates you went to school with and is driving a Subaru? Have you seen them? Eh? And uh, he, has, he has built a three-bedroom house in Buwate. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Am I talking to somebody? Hmm? Eh? He talks like the world is in his hand. A Subaru Buwate. Look at that name. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, why do we complain when God finds difficulty in lifting men? Because we can't handle high places. So, God spares us. So that we can go to heaven. Say never so that you can make it to heaven. Have you met uh, a Ugandan who went to America for a three day holy week? In the US. And they came back. And you hear the English. Three weeks, they are more American than Americans themselves. <laughs> Say, Holy Spirit, <laughs> please help me. 
that's the things that makes us proud. God looks from heaven. That's why I pray tonight. Capture the heart of God. Let me bring my scripture. First Peter chapter 5. Verse number 9. Therefore. Verse 6 rather. Let's read together. Therefore. Humble yourself. Under the mighty hand. Say it is my responsibility. To humble myself. God is not going to humble you. You have to take the initiative to do what? To humble you. It is a conscious choice. You have to decide. I must humble myself. Eh? Patricia, even when you are driving the tuk-tuk, what do you say? Humble myself. <laughs> humble yourself. I have a business meeting. You in church? <laughs> you have what? I have a business meeting. Pastor Ben, can you wind up please? I need to catch up with you. When there was no business meeting, when you had nothing, you say, Pastor, go up to three. God has given you a little lifting. And you make a business meeting on a day that you know this is my day for Jesus. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you back. I'm going to release you by that. I'm just trying to tell you something. I'm trying to tell you something. There are times you must guard jealously that no man should interfere with. Your moments with God. You don't understand. Are you hearing me? I know the man of God. His PA called him at the wrong hour. With his God, he fired him. See, you don't respect my God. Fired him. See, you out. I told you this is my time. With who? Nobody is supposed to come in there. If you don't respect my God, you don't deserve to be my PA. Sure. People who fly with God value God. For you are talking to God and it gives. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work like that. It's not going to work. If you honor God, you're going to honor Him with everything. That person you call, put their phone on silence. <laughs> Say, neighbor, the pastor is helping you. Say, humble yourself. Under what? And what will he do? will exalt. In what? So if you are not yet humble, that means the time is not due. If you are not yet lifted, that means he's still dealing with what? The weight that is keeping you down. <laughs> so there are things. Let me give you one scripture. Give it, go, let's go to the book of John chapter 15. John chapter 15. I am the vine. My father is the vine dresser too. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, it takes away. I'm interested in that next sentence. And every branch that bear fruit, 
he prunes that he may bear more fruit. Somebody say excesses. As you walk with God, God will begin to deal with excesses in your life. Things that will hinder you from bringing more fruit. Not that you are producing, you are already producing fruit, but God sees more coming out of you. So he's going to get rid of those excesses. Look at the neighbor. Olimuzito. You're what? You're heavy. You're heavy. So God is like, I'm going to shed off some weight. Because there's business I want to do with you. Am I communicating to somebody here? I say, am I communicating to somebody else? So God will tell you, please, do this. Because God has so much faith in you. He knows you can bring out better stuff than what you're bringing right now. I hope I'm communicating to somebody here. So he prunes you. Prunes you. Prunes you. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself. Let me give you one or two last scriptures. I'll let you go. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Verse number 1. Now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Somebody say, I have knowledge. Say, neighbor, I have knowledge. Knowledge does what? Pops up. But, love, my interest is in verse number 2. If anyone thinks he knows anything, he does not know as he ought to know it. <laughs> what is Paul saying? Whatever you know is not enough. Say, what I know is not enough. Do you know what that makes you be? You become humble. So you will begin to, that's how you begin to receive counsel and advice from people. Don't allow your knowledge to work against you. It can. It can. It can work against you. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Hmm? Give me First John 2, 16. I'll end with that. I have many things to tell you. But not now. Let's read together. For all that is in the world. Number one. The last of the flesh. Number two. Uh-huh. Is not of the Father. But is of the world. <laughs> Pride of life. Is sponsored. By achievements in life. Amen. <laughs> you go in a setting and say, where do your children go to school? Uh, mine, they're in Vines International. And yours, I know, Kabira International. Uh, where, ah, mine is Orange International. Which other ones are they? International. All they're speaking what? International. And because you want to fit in, you create an international school. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, man, Sir Apollo Kagua Primary School. The 
There's nothing wrong with Sapolokagwa. Most of you are products of Masaka SS. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> so pride comes and you begin to tell things that are not there. I'm just trying to help you. You begin to create offices that don't exist. Brother, where do you stay? Muyenga. I heard you mention Boston. Boston, where? There's a Boston in Muyenga. Mm. I, I, I saw a Chicago in Kalerwe. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Boston. I'll never forget. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Irene Molika, Rachel Batanga, and who else? Those are students at the university. I'll never forget. <clears throat> they asked him, Pastor Ben, where do you stay? I wasn't a pastor, I was Ben. Ben, where do you stay? I just stay there. <laughs> By that time, I was down there, near the wells. You know Kifumbira? Do you know why they call it Kifumbira? Why? There are many Bafumbiras there. Yeah, that's why they call it Kifumbira. That's where I learned Man Shimwe. I learned those things from eh? from Emejute. Those things. I learned it from those guys there. Fellow well water fetchers who are going doing business there. I learned it from there. So it was year one. <clears throat> They say, babe, we want to come and visit you. <laughs> I say, no, 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 no. <laughs> There's no way you can visit me. I stay very far. <laughs> Rachel and Hyrin Molika. Those people, hey, what they did to me. <laughs> So one day I was sitting, I was, and I saw them come. I ran into the house immediately to hide. It was too late. It was too late. It was too late. It was too late. Say, oh, Ben, this is where you stay. I said, yes. And I'm not alone. We have many witnesses here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. What causes that? Pride. 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 Hmm? I never forget in year one, the people will start talking to the school they went to. They will say, they, they call them by their names. Others say, Marcos. Others say, what? Those names, they, Buddha, they call them what? Then there's Kisubi. Kisubi. There's a name they give him. Smart. Then Namiliango. Go. Hey, say, okay. You make sure you keep quiet. Don't participate. <laughs> Our school is called Third World School. Are you here? You don't say anything. Praise the Lord. You keep quiet. You ask me today, I'll tell you in black and white. I'm telling the truth. Should I tell you? 
I will not. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Somebody say pride. That's why people lie. People lie. Where have you been? I've just been overseas. The person just went to Arua. I'm going to tell the truth. I've been overseas. 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 Say, Holy Spirit, help me. When you begin to see such a manifestation, you know what is disturbing you? Pride is eating at your heart. I could mention many things. But if we want God to lift us up, we must do what? We must humble ourselves. One last scripture, Psalms 78. We'll continue from there. Because the Lord spoke to us. You are candidates for lifting. Say, I'm candidate for lifting. And it's already happening in some people's lives. Say, I am next. Say, I am next. Let's read together. For promotion come neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Seven. But God is the judge. He puts down one and sets up another. Thank God for hard work. Thank God for all those things. But if God says no, your hard work will amount to nothing. I'm telling you the truth. No matter how much you push him, if heaven has not endorsed it, he can't. The ultimate lifter of the heads of men is who? Is God. Let's rise up on our feet. Rise up on your feet. You have heard the word. You have heard the word. I believe you need to let go certain things right now. Say, Holy Spirit, I receive your word in my heart with meekness. I yield myself to you. You know me this afternoon. I let go of those things you're speaking to me about. Like David prayed, Lord, I ask you today, let pride not overcome me. Let pride not overcome me. I release my heart to you. Forgive me for harboring attitudes that are not right. This afternoon, please help me to shed off all these traits that reveals pride in my life. Let not the foot of pride dominate my life. Lord, this afternoon, I give myself to you. I give myself to you. I give myself away. I give myself Give myself Give myself away Give myself away Give myself away I give myself and give myself 
give myself for you. My life is not my own. To you I belong. Give myself. My life is not my own. To you. I give myself. I just give you one minute. Just speak to the Lord in regards to what you have heard. Just speak to Him. Just one minute. Just one minute. Speak to Him. As the word came to you, just speak to Him. Jesus. 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 Jesus, we've heard your word, Lord. Bring us to the place of breaking, Lord. Bring us to the place of breaking, Lord. Place of total surrender, total submission, Lord. A complete giving in to you, Lord. We know your ways are better, Lord. Your ways are better, Lord. Father has a house, has a family, as individual. With the help of your spirit, Lord, we have made up our mind to walk in humility. That pride will be far from our tent, Lord. Far from our tent, Lord. Far from our tent, Lord. That we may fulfill divine purpose, Lord. You are the lifter of men. You are the lifter of men. You are the lifter of men. Father, we pray that your mercy, your mercy, will prevail over our lives. Overcome us, my Father. Overcome us, King of glory. Be everything to us. In the name of Jesus. If you're here, you have not given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you know it, you have not. I want to pray with you this afternoon. Feel to come over here. Number two, your life has been off and on. You're saying, Pastor, I'm recommitting my life to Jesus. I want God all the way. I also welcome you here. The third category, you don't have a home church. For a long time, the enemy has been speaking to you. You don't need a pastor. You don't need a pastor. You can't do it. But you have heard. Every ship needs a shepherd. Every ship. And anywhere we go. And you feel in your spirit. This. You want to make this your home church. Come here. I'll pray with you. Those three categories people. I want to pray with you. Come. You have heard the word. Come I pray with you. You're welcome. Wherever you. My life is not my own. To you belong. Give myself Tell him my life is not my own. To you, give myself. You're welcome. You're welcome.
To you, I give myself. One day, if the Holy Spirit permits me, I will tell, I'll preach to you the importance of having a home church. Praise the Lord. Tell me, as a neighbor, I know you are an international believer. Praise the Lord. Never, I know you are an international believer. Hallelujah. But say you need a home church where you are accountable. Praise the Lord. Because the blessing in the house where you are submitted will affect your life. The grace in the house where you are submitted, there are things you will not have to pray for. They come just by reason of your connectedness. That's what happens. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. There are things my children don't pray for because they are my children. There are things in this house you will not pray for because you are in this house. That's what I'm trying to tell you because you are in this house. That is how the truth of the kingdom is. Praise the Lord. You're welcome, my sister. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Let's pray today. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you that grace has located me. I'm a partaker. I am a partaker of what you have here. We thank you for our sister. We thank you, Lord, that she's a part of us now. We share in this grace. From today, let her life be defined by the grace in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Just do me a favor. Just three minutes only. You just talk there. That's it. Sir. Hallelujah. As you leave this place, I want to encourage you. We have a medical come. It's a very serious one. I didn't think it would be like that. Tell him, say, neighbor, we need a, a lot of money. Say, neighbor, we need a lot of money. Be a generous giver. We will not tell you how much you can give, but as the Lord touches you, we need a eh, counsel. We're going to be treating over 10,000 people. We were planning for 3,000. Now, the whole of Mbale, the, 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 you, it's called who? the health. All the, they have come on board. They had a disease. They, everyone is, they want. It's going to be a big thing. I'm even scared. So I'm planning to go to the village. Praise the Lord. It's going to be big. So we need a big, big man. So please be. Three things I always tell people. Be a willing giver. Be a cheerful giver. And be a generous giver. That's what defines the New Testament giver. Say cheerful giver. A willing giver. And a what? A generous giver. We shall go and bless those people. It is on which date? 22nd to 27th. When is Mark's wedding? 27th. So when Mark is having his wedding, people will be treated somewhere there. Praise the Lord. So I want to encourage us. I know you are good givers. So please, I encourage you, as the Lord leads you, please, give towards this. You can write, medical come. It's going to be in Bududa. We're going to have it in Bududa. Praise the Lord. Big, big. Together with the crusade. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor, be a blessing to the people of Bududa. Say, the next time you will be in your village. Hallelujah. Turn to three people and tell them you are blessed. You are highly favored. 
and God is with you. Tell three people, you are blessed. You are highly favored. And God is with you. I love you. The angel have gone before you. Have the best week ever. We will see you tomorrow in the morning. Mm.